0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Gift of Emmanuel podcast. I appreciate y'all tuning in and just you know coming to feed your spirit, to feed your spirit more than you feed your flesh. Uh, pray all as well for everything good for y'all, truly. And I just want to talk about what we got for the day today. I want to talk about um. I want to talk about the way the enemy tries to snap uh snare you and trap you. And lead you down the wrong path and the most significant you know the the, the thing they really do is lie they, they're liars the uh you know jesus said that the devil is a liar and the father of it there is no truth in him so he's deceitful that's his weapon that's his weapon deceit so when we really start to break it down you're going to see how important it is You want to see how important words are and how important God's word is so that you won't be, you know, misled. Like, you know, we're living in the last days and the Bible talks about uh, the fact that it's a great deception coming. So the only way that we can stay clear and, you know, be sober-minded is by reading the word daily, you know, picking it apart because if we're not filled with truth, it's going to be easier for us to be filled with lies. So when i was writing this down in my notes i wrote like so much so i'm gonna try to get through it quick but like this is a lot of a lot of scripture but like um the 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 title that i wrote down when i was writing this is that the enemy has a sword the enemy has a sword and it's not to glorify the enemy at all because they have no power when we look at who our god is but if we're not aware of the fact that the enemy is attacking us or trying their best to attack us at all times, then, you know, we can live a life of just ignorance. Being ignorant to the fact that we're we're in a war and every day is a battle, a spiritual battle, and we gotta pick up our spiritual weapons. We can't be carnally minded, we can't walk. Um, we can't walk in the flesh. Because if we walk in the flesh, then we right where the enemy wants us to be. If we walk in the compromise, we write. we right where the enemy wants us to be. So the enemy has a sword. Let me get this first. All right, so in Proverbs eighteen, verse twenty-one, it talks about the power of your words, the power of the tongue. It says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof." So, what are we speaking in the morning? What are we saying? You know, are we saying it's going to be one of those days? It's going to be a horrible day. This, or are we waking up and speaking life into our day? Because those that love life are going to speak life. God is life. He is the source of life. So if we speak righteousness, if we speak the things of him, how much better will our day go? But when we wake up and we say, when we say, Yeah, it's gonna be one of those days. I I, uh, I can't stand this person. They they uh they gotta work with me today. They gotta be on the same shift as me. We speak in, we speak death, we speak in down on ourselves, we put in a, a weight of heaviness over ourselves without even noticing. And that's the deception that the enemy wants for us. In Matthew uh, chapter twelve, verse thirty-four. It says, "O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh." So, why are we speaking these things? Why do we why do we speak death sometimes? Because, or why, or why do we speak things that are not righteous? Because that is what our hearts, you know, that's our, that's what that's what's in our hearts. If we're speaking that thing, and the verse continues, it says, a, "A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things." But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. for by the words thou shalt be justified, and by the words thou shalt be condemned. Again, it's is is. Is showing clearer and clearer how important our words is And how powerful the word of God is Is what, you know, we're about to see in a little bit But It just make you think like, okay If my words can condemn me Or justify me What am I speaking every day? Because every, he said that every idle word will be You know, judged It will be judged What are we saying to each other? What are we saying about ourselves? God's property What are we saying? We have to be uh, We have to be aware Of the things that we speak We have to speak life We have to love The fruit of life In Mark 7 uh, Chapter 7 verse 15 It says the things that come out of a man Defile him It's not what goes in a man that defiles him It's what comes out And Um, I'm going to just read from my notes real quick It says, how often do we take the word of God for what it is Eternal, righteous, true And the guide to live a life that is pleasing to God When we live by the word of God Our lives change drastically Things start to become clearer The world's shiny look starts to become murky and disgusting to look upon Why is this? Because our priorities have been properly realigned with our Father in Heaven I say that to say that if we live by these verses we will see our lives flourishing in the fruit of the spirit Because what he's, what we say has weight Especially for sons and daughters of God What we say has a lot of weight In Psalm 37 verse 14 uh, It says What is that It says the wicked have drawn out the sword And that's the title of this message right here The enemy has a sword the wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. So those who are speaking life, who are walking in the spirit, who are walking with God, the enemy he's he's you know, he's he's coming to disrupt all that. He's coming to chop that down. He's coming to stop what we then built up with God. He's coming to stop that. Why? Because he knows where he is going. He knows that he wants to get as many people as he can to have the same end as him. He's miserable. So, what is their, what is their sword? Their sword is their lies. Their, they, they, they spring these lies at you sometimes. They say, you're not worthy. God doesn't really love you. You messed up that, that time last week. You don't remember? Like, he, he's the accuser. He keeps on bringing up stuff that that God has already redeemed he, he keep on making you feel like you're unworthy when you really are worthy when God if God has called you he's equipped you too. he's given you everything that you need he's redeemed you he's given you grace he's he's giving you the tools that you need you're he, they tell you that you, you you're not smart enough you don't have enough knowledge you you can't do what everybody else does but you weren't made to do what everybody else does so <clears throat> when we know that the enemy is speaking all these things against us the, the words that they speak of death. But the words in the in the Bible are life. So we we got the Bible when we get to speak that we get to speak those things into our lives. We have we have been given the power to speak those things over our lives. So what will we do with that with that knowledge? Will we just allow the enemy to keep attacking? Will we be blind to the enemy's attacks? Or will we speak the word of God over ourselves daily? And it's crazy that it says to slay anyone is uh anyone of upright conversation because we're talking about words we're talking about speaking like it's just amazing to me how how the bible just all they it, it all connects it's all interwoven like each scripture holds another scripture up the integrity of each scripture holds another intact uh, another scripture up In First Peter chapter 3 Verse 10 and 13 It says For he That will love life and see good days Let him refrain His tongue from evil And his lips that they speak no guile No deceit No lies it, Our words are important It says for he that will love life And see good days If you want a life it says love life, and it's crazy because in Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, "Though uh no uh life and death on the power of the tongue, you know those who who love it will eat the fruit thereof." And then it says in First Peter chapter three, "For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips that they speak no guile." So it's given us literally. Like the Bible literally gives us the blueprint. Like sometimes we don't even have to interpret. Well, most times we don't have to try to interpret scripture because it's plain. Speak no evil. Speak nothing against your brother. Judge not your brother. Don't don't you know. Don't don't speak hate. Don't speak. Uh, things that are depressing. Over. Don't say I'm I'm just. I'm just depressed i'm i'm I got anxiety. don't claim these things. we can't claim these things because these things are of death. these things are evil. We can say we battle against it. We can say that we fight against these things we we can't claim them because when we speak these words, they have power in us, they have power in the spirit. So when you say <clears throat> when you when you claim that sickness, when you claim that disease and i'm not I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody who who you know. You know, had like got got sicknesses or anything, but you don't have to claim those things. You can say I'm battling against these things. You speak against that thing because you have the power of God's word. You have the power of God's word. The enemy wants the death of the saints because they know that their end is hell and their eternal home, made and purpose for them, is very near. So, what do they do since they know that that? end is near they attack the ones who they know were made to be with the father for eternity how do they attack with their lies they say god doesn't love you this sin won't hurt you you're going to hell all types of things these are the arrows and swords they use against us ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 tells us to block these things we must hold up the shield of faith faith in god's word faith that he will never leave you nor forsake you faith that he that has begun a good work in you is faithful to perform it, that you know, that, that that the suffering that you're going through right now is not worthy of the glory that you will receive so when we have faith in his word what can the enemy do to us because God's word is really powerful that's why in Ephesians chapter 6 also it says that uh, we should hold tight to the sword which is the word of God his word is a sword while the enemy does have a sword God's sword is bigger God's sword is bigger and it, it makes his sword just like look like nothing. When we have faith in God's word and we speak God's word, when, when we have faith in it, we blocking everything up. When we speak it, we cutting down all the lies of the enemy. Whatever that lie may be, whatever that lie is for you, but you got to find that lie. You got to find that root lie and cut it down with God's word. I remember that I used to believe that I really wasn't a son of God I had the Holy Spirit all those things but it's not that I set it out right but in my mind you know those thoughts came to me and it was like you're not a son of God you're not you're like you're not really a son yet you know you got to keep going then you can be a son one day but I have the Holy Spirit he wouldn't place that in me if I'm not a son of God I I, I called in the name of Jesus I I gave my life to him I I, I repented of my sins and I still didn't feel it. I didn't feel like a son. But I went in his word and I went to Romans chapter 8. Well, I I went through it and I and I read it and it freed me. It freed me from that from that feeling of condemnation. It freed me from that that feeling that I wasn't worthy. He said that his spirit testifies with my spirit that I am a son of God, and I felt it right there in that moment. That's how powerful God's word is. God's word is not a joke like that's why we have to watch without what we say, what we pray, because our word is literally, like, it's powerful. If, 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 matter of fact, let me uh, let me read John chapter eight real quick. God, I gotta read this to y'all, cause this is how powerful the word of God was, especially through Jesus, because He is the Word. But the fact that He was just obedient to the Father it made it even more strong. So, all right. So, Jesus is having a fuss with the Jews, right? And he says, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and a bold not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speak of a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Which of you convinces me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God, heareth God's word, Ye therefore hear them not because you are not of God And it's crazy because Literally Jesus said I'm, I'm going to read the last verse But before I got to go back to the first one Jesus said Ye are of the of your father the devil And the lust of your father you will do He was a murderer from the beginning And a bold not in the truth Because there is no truth in him When he speak of a lie he speak of his own For he is a liar and the father of it So he said that he is a liar and that, And he called them sons of the devil basically so, they answered back and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and has a devil? They literally, right when Jesus spoke those words, the next thing that came out of their mouth were a lie. He said that you are of your father the devil, who is a liar. You're just like your father. And what did they do? They go and prove it because his word is so powerful that it, it like, it's true. It's true in all aspects. Like, he said... That you are of your father, the devil, a liar, and they just lied outright. They said, Um, say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and has a devil. First of all, this is Jesus. He don't have a devil, he don't have an evil spirit in him. He had the he had the Holy Spirit in him. And second, everybody knew that Jesus was a Jew. Jesus wasn't no Samaritan. So and everybody knew it. So why would they even think to lie like that and just say you're a Samaritan? like you're like come on now when when God speaks his word is powerful and he has given us the power of words. He has given us the power to use our words wisely. So we have to use our words in a way that can edify ourselves, can glorify God and just lead us on the path to righteousness. And not just our not edify just ourselves, but the people around us. just speak life over them. You wouldn't just go up to your your uh your sister or your daughter or your mother and just say you ugly, you're never gonna be nothing. You're like, you wouldn't do that. Like, you wanna speak life into the people that you love as well as, you know, uh, as people that you may not even know, you wanna speak life all all of your days. You, we just read 1 uh, Peter chapter three. Like I was saying Even though the enemy has a sword God's sword is bigger And the enemy has already been defeated No longer do we need to listen to Or adhere to the lies of the enemy The lie of condemnation The lie of death and not life The lie that I'm not enough The lie that the world has more to offer than God does That's a super, super, super huge lie Because it isn't And never will be true Unless you No, not unless you nothing, my bad And what's so crazy is That God's sword is so powerful God's word is so powerful That the devil tried to use it against him The devil tried to use God's own power against him Like how does that work? It don't, but It didn't because Jesus was grounded in the word He, he is the word So he knew, all, he knew everything He knows everything So for me and you We gotta do the same thing We gotta fight we got to fight against the enemy with our word, with the word of God, with the word of God. Because just like Jesus did when he said, if you really are a son of God, if you really are a son of God, make this, make these rocks into bread. And Jesus used his word. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. So we got to do the same thing every day that we wake up my Remind ourselves who God is. He is the Most High. Give Him the glory. But then you gotta you gotta allow God to remind you who you are. You are a son of God, the Redeemer of the Lord. You are the righteousness of Christ. You are who He has made you to be. He He has He has predestined you to be who is he, who who He has who He has called you to be since the beginning of time. Like before you were born, before your mother was born, He has predestined you, and we can't look on the. Outside things we gotta look at the eternal things So Remember that your words have power And um, Just know that You can no longer speak deaf Because it, it, It's gonna show up All throughout your life The words that you speak Are gonna show up Because out of the abundance of your heart Your mouth speaks Out of the abundance of your heart So your words are gonna are gonna show what's on the inside of you. When you get mad at your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and you tell them I hate you, what is really on your heart right now for you to speak that type of death? So our words also can be a good indicator of our heart posture in that moment. But we gotta guard our mouth, we guard our tongue. And James, I think chapter three, it talks a lot about that. You know, God in our tongue It says that We Being people who worship God We give the glory to God with our mouth We sing praises to his name And then we go And we talk about the next man We talk about How they look How they, how they smell We talk about all types of stuff Like we, we worship God with our mouth And yet we 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 down people with our mouth also How can we Say holy things How can we speak life and death Out the same mouth It's crazy so we gotta learn to control our tongue and just make it a daily habit every single day, because what you speak, it will be. So just keep that thought in mind. Thank y'all for tuning in, and I pray that this message was like clear enough for you to interpret it and for you to you know take it and use it to to walk in righteousness to to allow your life to change. You know to speak life over yourself and not death remember that God loves you and nothing can separate his love from you that's what his word says and we're talking about how powerful the word is his word says that nothing can separate his love from you not angels nor demons not principalities not anything now or anything to come nothing can separate his love from you so just remember that God loves you and he will never stop loving you so I'm just gonna pray Lord, I pray that, um, that you allow this message to sink into our hearts and to change our lives, Father God, I pray that you allow it to change the way that we, uh, think, the way that we act on certain situations, Father God, continue to grow us and show us how to live, how to use our mouth, Lord God, help us to shut our lips when we need to and help us to open them when there's a word from you to speak, Father God, we thank you for your goodness, we thank you for your protection, we love you and we glorify you in the name of Jesus, amen.